When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. He brings the passion. For what? I want to know now. I'm, I'm mentally invested. Don't tell me to pray and you don't say what for. He brings the perspective. Yeah, I... I think they both have a great point. Get off me, text line. Uh, he's truly one of a kind. That is wow. Oh, my God. And he's doing a great job. I okay. need you to man up and say what you really want to say. Simon, you're doing a great job. And together, they are Stiney and Guru. Yeah. On 95.7 The Game. Hi, good morning, everybody. Matt Steinmetz, Daryl, the Guru Johnson with you. What's up, Goo? Warriors, Lakers, Thirsty Thursdays. Evan will be doing the pre and post. I'll be at the game to see my boy Andy. So I'm ready to go. Well, you know what? I'm just going to ad lib. 30 seconds into the show. You out at at the arena tonight, uh, E? Are you doing it for little uh, Ballast Point? Chachi's? Uh, Burrito Villa? Yeah. I was waiting for the headphones. <laughs> no, it'll probably be like the team store pre and then okay. maybe one of the restaurants. Look post-game. I'm looking for something to do tonight. I'm oh, looking wow. for a place to watch okay. that game. Yeah. No LeBron. Okay. All right, Goo. Can you bear with me for a second? Yeah. You got it, baby. All right. So, yesterday I got home from work and you know, just following stuff and thinking about the All Star. So, let me get this straight. So we had the worst All-Star game in the history of All-Star games. Facts. On Sunday. Everybody agrees. It was a joke. Right, we complained about it for a couple days. Yesterday we come in, and, I, and we're talking about the second half of the season. I'm excited. You know, they, 29 <laughs> games. Here comes LeBron. Lakers in ninth. And this guy ain't playing. <sighs> LeBron James hasn't played what did he play? Nine minutes in the All-Star game. 14, uh, yeah, nine. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Evan got corrected me. I thought it was seven. but And I understand that, that some Warrior fans yeah. may be 14. happy about it, even though their record with and without LeBron's virtually the same. Right. But I, I get it. If you're a Warrior fan, you're like, we'll take it. We'll take it. But if you're a basketball fan, you're thinking, this is a freaking joke, man. This is a joke. Yeah. 
Second half is a big game. Nine versus ten. Which, yeah, I'm looking at ESPN for the last week. Oh, which team's more equipped to make a run? Lakers four games over. Yeah. They don't. They don't care. Why should we? And I'm like, well, Steiny, you can't go in on Thursday and do a show about, well, I don't care anymore because the players themselves don't care, even though I feel like doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, how could I? I'm so much less excited about this game tonight because that guy ain't playing. I'll because it, yeah, it is, go ahead, man. It's, it's, just, it's a joke. This league's a joke right now. Okay. So then I'm like, well, you can't come in and do four hours of negativity. I get it. You might say, well, you do that every day, Steiner. <laughs> You've mastered it. Okay, so I wake up this morning and I realize it is the 44th anniversary of the Miracle on Ice. If you don't know what the Miracle on Ice was, it was 1980. The U.S. Olympic hockey team beat the Soviet Union in the medal round, and then went on to win the gold medal in one of the greatest upsets of all time, one of the greatest sporting events of all time. It happened 44 years ago, which puts me at about... (laughs) And I remember where I was. See, I wow, man. I remember where I was. And where were you? I was at a friend's, our family friends were named the Shuttlesworths. That was their last name. Wow. Not Jesus. Yeah, you know I was going. Mr. Shuttlesworth was a white guy, teacher at Governor Mifflin. But our family were friends. We went over to their house. They had a really cool little basement, like a little uh, basement lab with a couch. And, you know, it was was like a man cave, but it was like a basement man cave. And uh, I remember watching the game and hearing Al Michaels, do you believe in miracles? And I'm contrasting that with this. Is it just because I was 15 then and now I'm older and I'm... No, that was a moment. Okay. Yeah. I so wasn't I in real... T- I was riding oh, you tricycle. Do? You got it? Oh, play it. Now we've got Bedlam. Oh, I love Brooks' reaction. Here it is again. 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. It was unbelievable. I still get goosebumps. Yeah, you should. Thanks, like, Evan. I needed that. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Goo. No, I was just saying I was about six years old, so I I can be honest with you and tell you I didn't. I I got it later. You know what I mean? I wasn't in the real time watching at Forty Nine of Frankie's house or with <laughs> Norm. I was probably on a tricycle or a bike somewhere. But that is one of the most iconic calls. I did not wake up this morning knowing it was the anniversary, but the fact that you kind of you guys treated it like a Super Bowl, Steiny. Oh, and man, it, it was, you know, well, you know what? At the time, we didn't know it was a Super Bowl. We knew it was an Olympic hockey game between the United States, all amateurs, and the Soviet Union, all professionals, and nobody gave the United States a chance. But it was a Winter Olympics, yeah, and it was hockey, so we watched it, and then it turned into maybe the greatest sporting event in the history of sporting events. And how did Al Michaels' career turn out? I mean, you know... Pretty Evan good. Giddings on line one. Pretty good. Yeah. So, I said, Steiny, you have a show with Daryl the Guru Johnson. It's as much Any your day. show as his. We don't have to talk about the sorry NBA right now in its state. I want to know 
Give me some of the greatest sporting events that you remember watching where you remember where great. you <laughs> were. This is great. Give me a sporting right, here event we go. Can I tell where you? you remember where you were. Like, how about this? All right. I, I'm a I'm a little older than Goo, but that that little difference is the difference between me being old enough to remember that Olympic hockey game. He was a little. I'm going to help you out here. You were younger, All right. so you don't quite remember it. But eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. I don't I don't think we're going to spend all day on this, but I'll be damned. We got Bobby. If Fitz I'm going to let LeBron James. And the NBA don't do ruin it. it for me. Don't do it. And I'm a. You know what? I might have to yeah. defend the king. This just came for like a lightning. I just yes. got struck. Remember yesterday? I made fun of the king that when he went up to dunk in the yeah. game, he had piano. Yeah. Back. Yeah. Maybe he had a. Foot I was in the lab like Evan. That because I've never. That may have been because his foot was gimpy. I'm just throwing that out there. They're in the nine seeds, tiny four games over. They don't want any part of the plan. So I gotta believe. What you're saying is right, and we'll talk to Fitz at 11 just about yes, everything sir. NBA and Warriors, but I'm Science not – matters. They need this game, the Warriors. So that yeah. that excites me, and I'm, they don't need – oh, we apologize for doing this or that. The Lakers stole one last time in double OT in that Saturday thriller. So I'm going to give LeBron the benefit of the doubt. That dunk showed me something was up because he oh. he was up, but he wasn't up, and I'm gonna leave it there. But LeBron he's not the problem with the All Star yeah, game. Let me let me be clear. Uh, I'm not saying LeBron James. Is not he might hurt. be listening now. Bron Bron, suck it up. Four seasons probably. Let me tell you, I bet he ain't in town. What do you mean? You know what? Forty nine Frankie said he might be flying solo dolo and get here before the game. He well, he also it. might not come because flying's bad for your foot. Yeah. Well, Who knows? He can do whatever he wants. Right. He may be here. He may not be here. But I'm not dwelling on the negative today. You know what? And I'm not saying he, he probably's hurt. Yeah. It doesn't mean that it doesn't make it any less disappointing. It's disappointing. I want to see Curry. Yeah. I want to see LeBron. I want to see Anthony Davis. I want to see Draymond and Clay. Pods. Everybody. I come in here. Big game to start the second half. Big game. What do you mean? 9-10? You know, the Warriors want to make a run. Lakers can get... Eh, LeBron's not playing. It's just a, it's just a, it's just you. a drag, yeah. man. But I ain't, ha- I ain't having that today. Give me a sporting event or an upset where it was so great you remember where you were. Probably going to be a memory because you were a kid. But go ahead, Goo, all you, buddy. I was at Queen Anne Drive in Union City, California, where we lived. And I was nine, 10 years old, and it was the 1981 NFC Championship game. It was only a year after we had uh, a hockey game. Yeah. So, at that point, I told you Norm used to throw Super Bowl parties, him and Daisy Mae Johnson. Yeah. God rest her soul. So, I went into that game, even though the Cowboys were on the road, being a new fan, per se, I've experienced a couple Super Bowls. So I assumed they were going to beat this little cute new story in the Bay, which was Joe Montana and the Bill Walsh 49ers. So Dallas had a lead, Steiny, and my mother asked me, son, what, what do you want? And my favorite dish to this day is lasagna. Nice. It was in the oven cooking. So I assumed this was, I didn't know about jinxes. So I just knew they were going to beat the Niners. And to watch Dwight Clark, that play, that drive. Into that game, it, even though. 
it broke my heart. I cried. Like, the, Dang, I, I clinically cried. Like, Super Bowls. N- so I assume. Oh, yeah. So okay. Norm was like, you know, all right, son, shake it off. Mariah Carey or uh, th- th- what's I, her name? Swift. But that was my first heartbreak as a sport fan. So it, you cried. When, when oh, the Cowboys. I, I cried to headache cry. The funny thing is, is I was back. I was a kid in yeah. Reading, Pennsylvania at that point, And I remember where I was. For the Cowboys Niners game when the for the catch. Oh, where were you? Just, I was at I was at a restaurant with my parents. It was a bar restaurant. <laughs> and the, like I I didn't know anything about the Niners. So you well, weren't you there for the now. game. You were just no, happened we just to be at the dinner. restaurant. Okay. Yeah, and remember and think about it, the game was back east, so it was probably at night on the East Coast. So yeah. we were eating dinner. But they had one of those TVs above the bar <laughs> and I kept looking and I kept looking. And I, you know, I grew up an Eagles fan, obviously, so I hated the Cowboys. But I didn't know anything about the Niners because they were kind—they of, were up and coming. Nobody really knew who the Niners were. Yeah, at that no point. doubt. And I'm watching this game, and the Niners are hanging in, and I'm like, they're not going to win. I want the Niners to win bad because I hate the Cowboys. They're not going to win. They're not going to win. And then the catch, and oh. then after the catch, I just remember getting up and kind of walking up closer because I watched that last drive where yeah. they somebody almost. Got loose on Drew a tackle. Drew Pearson yeah. almost. People forget yeah. about Dallas got the yeah. ball again, and Danny White fumbled. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, I absolutely remember where I was. And by the way, let me credit. Let me credit uh, estimate estimated eyes because you're right. This is where I was going. I was like, you can't, Steiny, You can't go in and do your show today and talk about hey, nobody cares anymore about the NBA. LeBron not playing, the leagues that can't do that. And I thought, well, you know what? Why can't the Warriors win it all? That would be less surprising than the U.S. Olympic hockey team beating the Soviet Union and then coming back to knock off Finland. Wow. So now I'm thinking, well, you know what? Why not? Why not? You get up to six, seven. (laughs) You know what? How about this, Bay Area? For a day, let me let me let me be positive and say the Warriors can do it. I don't know how I feel tomorrow, but you know what? This uh, Warriors Warriors win a couple rounds and make some noise. That wouldn't be the craziest thing in the world. No, and we, I mean, go. so you gave me one when you started, and I yeah. love it with 9570 You know the number. Let's start out on a positive, fun, good note today. You give me the. You, you, we just watched this the go worst sporting event of all time, as far as I'm I'm concerned, and that is the the NBA All Star Game. So let's let's talk about some of the greatest games you ever saw, the best memories you have. Where were you? What happened? Give me one more for you after the after the hockey, because I gave you my NFC Championship game. <sighs> okay, okay. And you don't got to go in order, man. This is what's so beautiful about it, but these are moments. 888-957-9570 uh, if you want to jump into the conversation. Uh, it would be 1986 or 85. Villanova upsets Georgetown man. in the NCAA Championship game. That was wow. a big one, too. So at that to- at that point, I was at uh, 1985. So that puts me spring of 85. Look at him. Your boy's a junior in college. I'll let that there. Uh, your guy's a, a junior in college. Nice school, yeah. So I, I went to college in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. <clears throat> All right? Lancaster, Pennsylvania is about an hour and 50. 50- That's never gotten a drop before. Thank you. 
There's well, never been a drop for Lancaster. Nobody knows. No, the drop is not about where you were. It's about I went to college. Yes, yeah, that's why he gave you the drop. Uh, it's also yeah. a fine, according to Ross Tucker. Oh, oh, that, oh we're gonna have a lot of fines today. I'm gonna have to pay a lot. How did he remember that? Um, so Lancaster, Pennsylvania, it's about an hour and 15 minutes to Philadelphia and about an hour and a half to Washington, D.C., which is where Georgetown was. So the game's always on a Monday. We watch the Saturday games, and now my buddies are like, let's let's take a road trip. Time to take a road trip Look for the Eddie. NCAA championship. Let's go to Georgetown, and let's watch the national championship at a bar in Georgetown. Get loose. They're going to win. Eh. And I don't know why I did this. I swear to God, I don't know why I did this. But I said to my buddies, Dave Gannick and Carrington Clark the Third was there. Yeah, he he came from money. Carrington Clark the Third and a couple other guys. And I said, let's go to Philly. Wow. I said, let's go to Villanova and watch it there instead. And they're like, how come? I'm like, let's just you know, we've been to, we had gone to Georgetown a few times. I said, let's go down to let's go down the main line. Let's go to let's go down to Philly. One. All right. <clears throat> so we drove down to Philly. We watched the game. In Philly, and then we went to the campus afterwards, and it was unbelievable. Like the entire, it was just a, it was just a party from like eleven p.m. to three or four like, in the morning. Yeah, boy. In fact, it, you know, back in those days without cell phones, I just remember waking up the next morning on the campus somewhere. That's amazing. And uh, my buddies were gone. Oh, yeah, we were supposed to meet at the car at eight o'clock to get back to Lancaster. I wasn't there. How'd you get back? God. I can't remember how I got back, but oh boy! In a funny way, it wasn't as crazy. Like I had some buddies at Villanova who were driving back to Reading, and once I got back to Reading, I get you know I figured it out. Yeah, it's amazing how much more resourceful. That's you are a, you're yeah, coming. that era. Uh, but Villanova, if you look at some of the numbers from that game, Villanova Georgetown, Villanova shot seventy six percent from the field. They were, just they, they Georgetown were was the powerhouse. They were, they were a monster. Boy, you destroy you. They were yeah. an absolute monster. And uh, Villanova played the game of their lives. And their coach was Raleigh. What was last Raleigh night? Raleigh Massimino. There you go. Italian Stallion. Who I would later interview oh. uh, for the Reading Times. He came and ran a basketball camp. Cool dude. Yeah, he was cool. He told me something that I always disagreed with. Oh, boy. He said, like, I'd, I'd been out of college for a couple years. He found out I played Division Three. He knew where I played, and he goes, "Well, you know." Oh no! He said, "If he said you're probably a pretty good player for Division Three, when you wore that Franklin and Marshall uniform, you're probably a good, good little Division Three player." I said, "Yeah." He goes, "You know, if if you would have worn a Villanova jersey, just because you wore that jersey, you would have been a better player." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" And he goes, "Well, you just would have been a better player." And I was like, "Well, I couldn't get into Villanova." And he's like, "That's not what I'm saying." <laughs> what? He's like, "What I'm saying is, the better the jersey you put on, the better you're going to be as a player, regardless of." Damn. I don't know. It was yeah. Convoluted, yeah. but uh, like the uh, jersey had life. Yeah, it, it gave you Ex- superpowers. Exactly. So I, I uh, Villanova, Georgetown. There was that was another memorable one for me. All right, I'm a, before eight, you eight, take eight, these nine go. five seven nine five seven zero is the number you want to jump in. You know what? We had too much negativity this week about the NBA All Star Game, which was a joke. I'm looking to uplift. I could. No, I'm trying. I'm jumping on you, man, because oh. I'm, I'm I'm trying to just. I haven't shut up yet. No. 
I got to tell you something, Stanley. I told you about the California Casanovas, a group I belonged yeah. to in junior high, Alvarado Middle, and then on my way to James Thank Logan. You. We used to, for 10 cents, catch the flea, the AC Transit, from Union City to Southland Mall, Hayward, California. And the Warriors were playing the Lakers in the playoffs, Donnie. We get to Southland Mall. It's me, Reg B, Ron T., and Sleepy Floyd goes for 51 points. Now, mind you, I was introduced to the NBA, downtown Freddie Brown, Wes Unsell, where the NBA Finals came out at 1130 yeah. at night, tape delay, and Pops would let me stay up with him and my Uncle Billy. So I've never seen anybody go for 40 or 50. So we're at the mall. I should be focused, but I'm a youngster at the mall getting ready for high school, Stiney. And to watch Sleepy Floyd go for 29 in the fourth, and they had the sound up of a certain broadcaster here in the Bay, it was one of the most incredible performances I've seen on the hardwood at that age. And unfortunately, the Warriors didn't win the whole thing. But to watch a ball player go for 51 yep. and go for 29 in the fourth quarter at home in the white unis, on a Sunday, you I'll never forget it. Sleepy's he's going crazy super red. That, I mean, that's what was said on the broadcast. Let me, let me I remember well, I don't remember it as vividly as you because what year was that? Off the uh, top of your head? 87, I okay. believe. So that puts me in uh, um You know what I always wondered and eighty seven off. Okay, with Warrior fans on, on that particular one is it was unbelievable, no doubt. But what but they were down 3-0. <laughs> like, I want, I've always wondered, I great game. Now, I'm not taking anything away from anybody, but you were down 3-0. Everybody probably thought it was going to be a sweep then if he had Sports Center. True. I think this was pre-Sports Center. See, vintage me, instead of savoring the victory, is thinking, well, you knew you weren't going to win fours. Now, so, yeah, that's uh, the Sleepy Floyd game is certainly one that pops up here in the Bay Area. Um, pretty all frequently. for not, it didn't, ha- you know, didn't manifest into a chip, Donnie, but still it's a moment. But I, I've been thinking about this, too. Moments don't have to manifest in championships for them to be monumental. Mm. They just don't. 90% of the greatest, greatest plays, the greatest games, they're not championship games. The NFC, when the Niners... Beat the Cowboys. That was not the Super Bowl. No, I got you. I'm not saying it wasn't an important it game. Was it was the start an of a dynasty, though. Exactly. But what what I'm getting at is, it's you, know, you never know. You, you there can be, and that's why, that's why, last year when Curry scored 50 against the Sacramento Kings, it's monumental. It's huge. I get it. They didn't win a title. But, you know, when Bird and Dominique went on their mono, yeah. that, that wasn't for the championship. That was a first-round series, maybe second. But a first, So, you know, just because a team may not win a title doesn't mean that you might not go to a game and witness something you'll remember for the rest of your That's life. That's deep, man. I so, can't wait to hear from the people, man. 650, Steiny, do the Globetrotters count? Absolutely. Hell yes, the Globetrotters count. It's an American institution. I've seen them only once. Although, if you, it'd be better if you said you saw them lose. <laughs> oh, yeah. That never happened. Oh. Uh, uh, no, what? You know what? The Globetrotters had to be undefeated. Right? Well, you would think. <laughs> you would think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. 888-957-9570. Putting that, 
throwing that all-star game away. We're looking forward to the second half of the season. And, uh, hey, man, if the, if the Lakers and LeBron want to give the Warriors a game, go take it tonight. Well, you know what? Well, we got to be careful, too, right? Why? Because the Lakers, yeah, sir, they wouldn't care. beat Boston. Oh, I see what you're you saying. You know, without Bron and AD. No, I'm I, just, yeah. And I don't mean I didn't care about fear. I didn't mean I don't care about LeBron. I mean, I don't. I'm not saying he got hurt. I mean, I'm not saying he's faking it. He may be hurt. Still a bummer. Still a big time bummer. 888-957-9570 is the number. Uh, this is from the 925. Uh, Guru feels like Steiny's feeling his pain pills today. Uh, honestly, just aspirin. So that, just Tylenol. What does that mean? They're insinuating you're in a good mood? Like, I'm, I'm forcing myself to be in a good mood. And we got fits because in LeBron James and the NBA are trying to bring me down. Don't let him. And I'm not going to let him. Don't let I'm him. not going to let him. I do believe he's hurt. Of course he's hurt. Well, sit your ass down for the All-Star game. What? Which was nothing. Mm. Mm. Where'd that come from? That just means your I'm boy mad. on the move, Kirk Cousins. Who? Maybe. What did I miss? Possible 49ers? <laughs> Is he linked to the Niners? <laughs> what if that happened? Wait, did you hear? No, oh, I just got okay, you. You're just looking yeah. at the TV. Yeah. <laughs> well, if we want to say who's been linked to whom. I saw a story that linked Clay Thompson to the Orlando Magic. Yikes. We'll see. All right, 888 is the number. Steiny and Guru with you on 95.7 The Game. I'm dubbing this Don't Let the NBA Bring You Down Day. I'm going out with a I smile. I like that. 888-957-9570. Let's get into it on 95.7 The Game. Doing a wonderful job. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. Steiny and Guru. Eh. Steiny and Guru, uh, keeping it positive on 95.7 The Game. Warriors second half starts tonight. 27 and 26, they play the Los Angeles Lakers. You can hear it all on 95.7 The Game starting at 7 o'clock. But before then, tune in at 6. My main man, Evan Giddings, on Warriors Live. Six o'clock tonight. He'll get you going for that ball game. No LeBron James. Okay, so you just go out and beat him then. No doubt. He don't want to play. Okay, he's banged up. You just go out and beat him tonight. Leapfrog him. Leapfrog him in uh, about three games. There you go. Well, two games. If yeah. you win this tonight, you're a half game back. That's true. Um, here's what we're talking about. We're talking about uplifting sporting events. We're talking about games in your lifetime that you'll never forget. We're talking about games in your lifetime where you remember where you were when the ish happened. That you can tell, hey, Sonny, I was at this guy. I was at this guy's. I was at this. But I love it. We're, we're focusing on the positive. And Guru, uh, I, I brought up obviously the miracle on not obviously the miracle on ice. Forty four years ago today, I said to the boss. Man, I bet half our audience doesn't even know what we're talking about. But you don't have to Google it. In 1980, <clears throat> the U.S. Olympic hockey team with a team of amateurs went into the Olympics and they beat the Soviet Union in the medal round game. And that was a team of professionals. That, that Soviet Union hockey team had won four straight gold medals mm-hmm, and five of six gold medals in the previous six Olympics. 
And the United States came in with Mike Arruzzione, etc. They had a goaltender named Craig, Jim Craig. <laughs> Craig. Herb Brooks, the coach. And they pulled, it may have been the greatest upset in sports history. I was also, the two things here. We're talking sports upsets and then just greatest sporting mm-hmm. events of, of all time. Guru referenced the 1981 uh, NFC Championship where the Dwight Clark. Dwight the Clark dynasty the started. Yeah. yeah. And Montana had three picks that game. Did he? Yeah. But that was a different area. Good knowledge. Yeah. Um, Watch it be. You mentioned. You know what? You were you were brave enough and secure enough to mention that you you cried. Oh, now you cried tears of despondency. Right. Yeah. They're like, uh, babe. The, I, the last time I remember crying <laughs> was 1978. Celtics, New York Yankees. Oh boy. Dodgers got him then, huh? No, the it was Sox? it was it was a year that the, the the Boston Red Sox led the American League East by fourteen and a half games in the summer Damn. over the Yankees. The Yankees caught them. They caught them and forced a one game playoff in Fenway Park. Oh, Bucky! That did. was the Bucky Dent homer. Bucky did. Although what few remember is you know who had the game winning RBI in that game? Reggie Jackson. Because the, the the Yankees won five four and Reggie homered later in that game that proved to be the uh, the game winner. So why in my mind the game was Bucky Dent's homer was the decide that, that was, was in the it. fifth inning. They were uh, my the way I remember it. Boy, uh, Red Sox were up two nothing. Mike Torres on the mound and Bucky Dent hit a three run homer just. Just oh, so that wasn't the gr- walk-off. No, but it 90. made it three two. Oh, 49 Frankie's mad at me now. The, Boy. The Yankees tacked on uh the Yankees tacked on a couple more and then they withstood a couple runs. And, and Reggie go- hit one after. Correct. Wow. And the last out of the game was a Carl Yastrzemski foul out with runners on <laughs> base a- to Craig Nettles. Wow. Wait Craig. a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Greg Nettles with the G. He spelled it G-R-A-I-G, I believe. Uh Goose Gossage with the save. And when the ball fell into Nettles' glove. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beauty Rest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I dropped to my knees and I started. I was a Yankee fan. Wow, I, man. I started crying. But that was tears of joy. Yeah, that was what I, no, must I, have, I need what tears I of like, Yeah, when the Celtics got lost or something. I did, I need that type of headache well, stuff. I, I do remember the Magic Johnson uh, baby hook that hurt the Celtics in the finals. Before morning. you grab these you calls, know, yeah. Uh, as a father, yes. The, uh, the one, I, I got to be careful here because I love my kids and my sons. But the one thing I didn't do right is they didn't they they played the games, mm-hmm. but the phone was introduced to technology. They didn't love it like me, and I just wonder where I went wrong. You, what do you would mean? think there would be two baby gurus behind me. They just you know they played hoop. They they didn't like baseball. You know football's on. It's like. I couldn't force them to love it like Norm. He didn't force me. I gravitated to it. But I guess I didn't have to battle technology. My two sons don't like sports like I do. That's, you know why? And that's a reg- so I did something wrong. No, you didn't, Goo. You did not do anything wrong. You did the best you could. Sports left your kids down. They Sports has let the younger generation Technology down. may have stole them. So, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't have to... Maybe I wouldn't be as deep into it, but anyway, that's, I need a, a shrink. <laughs> they like sports, they're but they're you. not into it. Like I could be, hey, I got a ticket tonight to work. Uh, well, LeBron's not say. playing. Well, <laughs> Curry is. That's it. Hey, yeah. I got tickets to the game tonight. Who's playing? Who's not? <laughs> Give me that injury report. Uh, Amin in San Francisco. Give me a memory. Give me something. Oh, uplifting. Mm-hmm. What's going on, Amin? Hey guys, how you doing? Dynamite. Turn that radio down. Most people can only afford to hear me once. That's all good. Well, um, best memory, I'd say my 21st birthday, 2012 Division on Niner Saints. Um, just to see that, that team ascend, you know, and hardball what he was able to do and, and watch them come back and uh, wow. have that catch three. You know, that, that was a great experience. And, uh, Vernon Davis you know, from Alex Smith. Yeah. Is that the game where Alex Smith had an unbelievable run? Or am I getting it mixed up with something? Like, like, like 40, yeah, he had that, like, 40-yard boot to the left. Yeah. Boom, lead block. And yeah, that was awesome. And so that game, they won. That got him to the NFC Championship? I Help me out with some of the details, yeah, yeah, I mean, if you remember. Yeah, we uh, we ended up playing the Giants the next week in the championship. We got to host uh, the NFC Championship because they knocked off the number one seed um, Packers. That's right. Wow. That's right. That's a good 21st birthday, well, now, I mean, Thank you so much for calling. Appreciate it, man. That was a big <clears throat> game, Steiny. They kept Vernon Davis. Was that hard? That was the first. That was Harbaugh. It was Harbaugh's yeah. 20. He led, yeah, early in Harbaugh's tenure, for sure. Uh, let's see. What else we got here? 8-8. Eight, eight. Well, let's go to Skinny Bob. Oh, Skinny man. Bob. I haven't heard from Skinny Bob in a little while. He's going to go back into the time machine, which I have no problem with. Bobby. Hey, Skinny Bob. How you doing, buddy? Hi, guys. 
Hey, my memory that you spurred, and this is uh, Guru, you're, you and I are going to be opposite on this, but my best memory and fondest was Green Bay Packers playing the Dallas Cowboys, which was a good rivalry, and teams didn't trade players, but it was a goal line stand the ice in ball. the final minutes, and Don Meredith ended up on TV crying and bawling in the interview afterwards. And I tell you, there was no love between the Packers and the Dallas Cowboys in those days. It was as big as rivalry as Chicago and Green Bay. Also, on the uh, hockey game, I remember seeing that, and the Cold War was in full Yes, sir. Time, so it even added more benefit because we were totally uh, Russia enemy big yep. time. Nothing like today where it's homogenized. Right. Uh, yeah. You guys, I tell you, you bring back some good memories. And Guru, the Dwight Clark catch was my uh, goal line stand for uh, uh, the Cowboys. And what what state other than Dallas doesn't like beating the Cowboys? I can't see them as America's team. Yeah, really. they're not. And everybody's beating them, Bob. But back to the Green Bay goal line stands. They dubbed that the Ice Bowl game, right, in, in Lambeau Field, right? I don't remember. Uh, I'm 79. I just yeah. Had a no, that yeah, that was the ice bowl where they stopped them at the uh, at the goal line. They got in at the on the last play. Was, and it was that the Super Bowl or NSC championship? That was the you NSC were... championship game to go to the Super Bowl. Oh, oh. Yeah. It was a good one, and thanks for taking me back to that era. No. And Steiny, yeah. Your uh, cheerfulness today. It's a sunny day. Uh, I think you react to the sunshine. Well, thank you, uh, Skinny Bob. Then I should really move to Palm Springs and enjoy my life like 349 days a year. Thanks, Skinny Bob. You're the man. Take it easy. We'll fact check both of you. Evan will fact check both of you. No, it was a championship game. Uh, Here's one. 1967. Here's one. I wasn't here. See, and in order to keep anybody under 40, uh, I, this one, this one's a legit one for All me. Right, Cause I got one for you too. Because this, this came, this came about 15, 20 years ago when not jaded, but you feel like you'd seen it all. I felt like I'd seen it all. And eh, you know, I'd, I'd kind of lost that childlike enthusiasm for sports. And then along came, we believe we believe this is was one of the greatest Month-long runs. It's probably six weeks. We believe is on my Mount Rushmore of greatest sporting experiences of my lifetime. Damn. The Golden State people forget now. The Golden State Warriors hadn't made the postseason in twelve years. They'd missed the playoffs twelve straight years. Think how hard that is to do in the NBA. Twelve straight years they missed the playoffs. They snuck in on the last day of the season. That went. They won. Uh, God, I remember these numbers. Like they went sixteen and five in their last twenty-one games, and they won nine of their last ten. And they ended up playing the Dallas Mavericks, who'd won sixty-seven games that year. And the Warriors knocked them off in six. And it was it that 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 uh, uh, environment to me, was by far the greatest NBA environment I've ever been involved in in my entire life. It was, it was, it's, 
we believe was comparable to being at it just being at great high school basketball games with student Man, section cheering and and chants and very few, the Warriors had done well against the the Mavericks, but I think very few thought they could really pull off what they pulled off, and they ended up winning that series in six games, and it was absolutely incredible. And of course, uh, part of that was the Baron Davis dunk, but that was against Utah, yeah. not not so much. I was at Dallas. Union City Chili's for uh, you remember some game? of that? Yeah, for, yeah, give it to me. It felt like I was at the arena. They Warriors, yeah, and I'm looking around like this is not the arena, but yeah. it feels like it. That didn't culminate in a chip, but no. it's almost greater than it didn't. It was it was something bigger than a chip, if that makes any sense. Whoa! And the, everybody say, "I'm like, I'm not at the game," but it felt like it. It was amazing. Oh, it it really was amazing. What happened, Matt Barnes? To the di- well, he's in a little hot water. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, what happened to the uh, the uh, thing they were going to do on We Believe the Doc? You know those guys. They'll get around to it. But there is showtime. Somebody, come on. Who's taking the bull by the horns on that? Baron Davis? Come on. He's got a million things going on. Yeah. Um, I don't need that. Who's that? I don't know. It's just... Oh, it's... It's Kaiser. Oh, permanent. Right. Dude, they call it me too. Yeah. They're worried about my blood pressure. They've never sound they've never heard me sound like this. Uh let's go to John and Martinez. What's going on, John? How you doing? I'm good, guys. How you doing today? Dynamite. Talk to us. Dynamite. So I got a I got a date if you guys can come up with what the what the event was. All December thirteenth, right. two thousand thirteen. San Francisco Niners. December 13th. 2013. All right, that's a regular season game. No doubt about it. Let's not, try to whittle this down. It's Harbaugh. Evan? You, you, Evan and Lubman could be on this one. They're not 13. that young. It's only 12 years ago. 11, give 12 it, years give, ago. Give us one more little, a, a little ingri- a nugget. Give us another. You know what? Uh, Navarro Bowman. Navarro Bowman. Oh, the pick at the stick? Six, six. Last game at Candlestick. I, I could, oh, man. I just. So the last game at Candlestick? Last game at Candlestick. Navarro Bowman running it back. 11 and years. And came out after the game and saying, end of the road. And wow. me and my brother in the stands crying. Wow, last game man. at the stick. Last they, time we'd be there. Well, you know what's interesting is, John, thank you so much for the call. Guy had a little. But that it doesn't matter that you or I are like, huh, oh, that's right. <clears throat> For John, for John, that was the big boy. That's, and last that game at the stick, one. I could, yeah. I could, I remember it now. The intersect, but it did. God, Levi's has been here for a minute. So I'm just I, saying, I, you know what? That's that's you're we're right. getting old, man. Time's flying. You're right. Stop it. Slow it down. That's yeah. why you drink. <laughs> like, yeah. Whoa. No, I'm saying to pause time. You good? Yeah. No, okay. I'm just saying when people have vices, yeah. it's to kind of pause time. Like, I never thought of it that way. That's what I do. <laughs> it's a little bit to pause time. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> looking at me like boy. I usually just do it the other way from the mundane yeah. of the world. No, no, don't talk about it, Jimmy. Uh, let's go to uh, Billy. Billy's in Oakland. What's hey. up, Billy? How you doing, man? Pretty good. How you guys doing today? Hey, hey, dynamite, man. Dynamite. So I'm going back a few years to January 22nd, 1989, the John Candy game, the Super Bowl oh my. versus Bengals. Now, I grew up in New York, moved to California right out of high school. 
So I'm back east, and I'm up at my brother's. He is one of the first big-screen TVs. My dad's there. We're watching the Super Bowl. And it gets down to the end, where the Niners are down. It's under four minutes, and they're on their, I think, their own eight-yard line. And I turn to my dad. I go, that's it. Game over. And he turns to me. He goes, what are you? You're, you're a fan? You're giving up this easy? Sounds like do. What do you mean? <laughs> Joe Montana's got the ball. We only have to go 92 yards. And there's almost four minutes left. Game's over. We win. And my dad looked at me and said, you know what the odds of that are against? I looked at him. I said, Dad, just watch. And we know it was history. That was when uh, Montana went into the huddle and said, look, there's John Candy. Yep. And calmed everybody down, and the rest was history. Yep, that's a big boy. Thank you, Billy. Appreciate you sharing. You got to love that, Montana. Like, there's John Candy. Awesome. You know, I used to. Never mind. Oh, you didn't want to dispute that. I was no, like, we watched that. Okay. Uh, it was funny because we, uh, when I went back east this past weekend, we had time on Sunday morning real quick to watch my nine-year-old nephew uh, in a little swim meet. Oh, wow. Yeah, and uh, it was nice, nice little affair, swim meet. And so we got there, and the meet had just started, and uh, my nephew's name is, is Dalton. Okay. And uh, I said to my sister, we sat down, and Dalton was... Dalton looked up and he realized there was about 12 of his family members there, uh, six or seven of us from the West Coast and the people there. And I said to my sister, I said, like he looked up and he waved. I'm like, hey, I'm like, "Um, Gretchen, we're going to make him nervous. And she goes, oh, my God, no, he loves it. He's a ham. I love He it. loves that everybody's here. No doubt. So I just thought of, well, you know, my, my nephew Dalton's a guy who when he's playing or when he's swimming, he looks up into the stands. Guru, did you? Like when you were playing in high school, James well, I was Logan, on the bench. Did you not? Know, but still, had a good look at but the still, fans, but, but still, were you when you got on the court? Did you know kind of? Mom's there, Dad's there. Everybody. They're not here. Yeah. Everybody. You know, I was that so girl. Fr- that girl, I, I think's cute's here. Yeah. I was um, frightened, Stoney. It got to me. Really? And I'm telling you, I'm being real here. My boy Byron Carter was president of James Logan High School. He played baseball, basketball. He was the man. He was Mr. Personality. This one, Guru, was dead. I was a nerd. Listen, he would come to the games while I'm on the bench and get the whole student body in the pavilion, 3,500 for Daryl. And I couldn't take that. And I would tell him before the game, don't do that. And it was like I was a sideshow. But had I smoked pot? In high school, I would have played to that and been like, let's go, get it started. And that's my only regret during high school, Steiny, that had I messed with the hippie lettuce, I would have been, that would have enhanced me. You did and the right I let thing. it scare me, man. Ugh. You did the right thing. I was afraid of the crowd, man. <laughs> yeah. Man. 888-957-9570 is the number. 44 years ago today, do you believe in miracles? The United States hockey team knocked Play it off. again. You got time to play it again? Sure. <laughs> Hit it, Evan. <laughs> we got it. Now we've got Bedlam. Oh, I love Brooks' reaction. Here it is again. 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. Unbelievable, man! Tell you the most un- not the most unbelievable thing that that was just a, that was to get the winner of that team the winner of that game got into the finals. Like the the U.S. had to go beat Finland 
a day later, two days later, they were down 3-2 to the, – the U.S. team was down 3-2 to the Soviet Union. They'd won five of the previous six gold medals in the Winter Olympics. They were down 3-2 to start the third period. They won 4-3. And then playing Finland, they had to get up after that game. and get. They were down 2-1 to Finland going into the third period. They won 3-2. Man. God. How could you not ball? If you were, I shouldn't. I shouldn't give too many details of this game because but I may you didn't lo- cry that. But one, I may. Did you? No, no, no. I may have. You got oh, when, when, when Mike Arruzzioni was up on the gold medal stand. He, he was a captain. Craig might have been up there too. And Arruzzioni looks out and he he waves for the entire team to come up to the gold medal platform. You got emotional. Woo! That's what it's about, man. Again, it was different times. It was politically charged. We're in a cold mm-hmm. war with the Soviet Union, so it was a big, big rivalry. That's one where, uh, whoo, that's up there. Uh, City Boy! What's up, City Boy? How you doing, buddy? Yo, what's up, guys? How's what's up, up, baby? Yeah, well, you guys, you know, it's it's like nostalgia. I love that yes. conversation today about all the fun games that we've been to in our life. And, and I have one in particular. I'd love to share a second one if you if you have time. Sure. But... Sort of, you know, it, it wasn't. It wasn't that it was the most impactful game in the world. It was just a regular season game at Oracle. But, but let me tell you, I so I was lucky enough that night to get some free seats. About, do you remember where Nate Thurman used to sit? Um, I do. About half court, court, ten rows up. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So we were in the one row in front of Nate, and about six seats over. And that was my buddy's seat. So we used to go from time to time in those seats. And Man, good memories there. But uh, I went to the game where uh, Anton Jameson went for 51, Kobe went for 51, and hapless Warriors beat the Lakers, which we never used to do. And that was one of the most memorable Warriors games I've, I've ever been to. It was just such a magical night yep. and so much fun. Uh, and and it, was, it, was, it was really amazing because, you know, seeing those two, go, two, two guys, like every time they touched the ball, it was just money. And that, that was that was awesome, and then to, to take home the win as well. Like, yeah, that was that was a really fun night. Hey, and City I Boy, even there. You know? I want to yeah. say, and I might be wrong, but I want to say there was a play in that game where a Laker had a foul shot late in the game, and Kobe was not even lined up in the key. He was above the the arc to the foul line. The but he um, tipped in the miss. To send the game into overtime or I was something at that like, game. okay, well, help yeah. me. No, I was at it too. Ha- I just can't remember that's what the happened. Detail. Yeah. And Antoine Jamison, they were going back yeah. and forth. Yeah. Well, incredible. Go man. ahead, City. Give us that other. Yeah, I was at the game. Oh. <laughs> oh, I love that. That was the greatest. What a game. Um, and my second one, it was the Niners and Vikings. And, and once again, just a regular season game, but it was a night game. And, and the night games were, were an event, you know. And uh, it was Niners, Vikings. It was Randall Cunningham, Chris Carter. It was before Randy Moss. And it was uh, Jerry Rice, Steve Young. And Jerry Rice went for, I think it was like 290 yards. And he must have had three touchdowns. And, you know, Randall was going nuts and Chris Carter. And, you know, the Niners, I I don't remember the score at all. But it was, you know, it had to be like 43-35 or something. It was one of those games where, you know, we were a little lubricated. So the specifics uh, might elude me a little. But but, uh, I remember Jerry just going bananas. And that was... It was probably the most fun game I've ever been to. It was definitely the highest yards game of Jerry's career. And um, 
and yeah, that was that was just a fun a fun night, and I'll never forget that. That's dope, man. Thanks, Julian. Appreciate it. It's a city boy, the man. Eight 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 nine. Well, you know what? We got Bob Fitzgerald on the other side. Something tells me Fitz is gonna. He better. He better. He better play into this theme, or we're gonna run him. You got to hit him from the outset. Oh, I will. Right off the bat. I'll hit him right off the it's bat. It's going to be something. Hey, a reminder you. that you can catch all four hours of Steiny Guru on the free Odyssey app. Plus, watch us on YouTube and Twitch, brought to you by First NorCal Credit Union. Upgrade your savings dividend. Open a First NorCal first-class money market today. Bob Fitzgerald on the other side. And we're taking your greatest sports memories that you've ever witnessed or watched. Where were you? That's the kind of stuff we want to know today because... 44 years ago today, maybe the biggest upset in sports history took place. The U.S. hockey team beating the Soviet Union. That segment was also brought to you by Safeway. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.